0: So it's gone chilly again this morning, um, but we are definitely now in the season of spring. You can see all the plant life growing out. Um, Many of you as gardeners have told me what you've been doing in your gardens. And I'm not much of a gardener myself. I don't know what needs planting or when it needs planting. I like to see the flowers that others have put there. Um, But one thing I do know, uh, as we heard our Lord speaking of pruning in that gospel passage is that a good gardener prunes his bushes. A good gardener knows what to cut and when to cut it. And as I say, I don't know what to cut or when to cut it. I looked up on Google. um, Different things need cutting at different times. So most things you prune in late winter. Um, Climbing roses, apparently, you prune in early autumn. Things like raspberries in early spring. Different things at different times. You've got to know what to cut and when to cut it. Unfortunately, there are, even if I don't know these things, there are gardeners who do know the right way to cut things. And the point is this in today's Gospel, that the Lord is the gardener. He knows in all things how to prune, to get things to bring forth their fruit. And if you think about it, pruning is a rather violent thing and a rather violent image. Remember, as a child, I'd always see my parents prune the fuchsia bushes in front of our house. We had three fuchsia bushes. And every, um, I guess it was late winter, um, every winter they would hack them back. And these lovely big bushes would be cut back to practically nothing. And it just seemed such a violent thing to be doing. And yet then every spring, they would grow back even healthier and bigger than they were before. So that the violence of pruning achieves something, achieves something good for the bush. And to associate this rather violent image with God, as the Lord does in this text, it suggests that the Lord directs not just the easy things in life, not just the flowers coming forward, but even directs the difficult things that come to me, the blows in different ways I experience in life. And so although we can never grasp the ways of the Lord, that his ways are above our ways, he says, but he gives us this image of the gardener to help us understand how he works. That why does the gardener hack and prune at his bushes? Is it because he hates the plants and he wants to destroy them? No, it's the opposite. He loves his plants. He wants them to bring out even more than they have already. And so he prunes them. He knows what's good for them. And that works even through the suffering of pruning. Now, thinking of suffering, what does the Bible tell us? Well, one of the foundational truths in the sacred scriptures about suffering, as we read in the book of Genesis, is that God did not create suffering. So although the book of Genesis and the Eden account has a great number of different symbols, not all of which are, are literal historically, one of the core truths in that passage is that suffering did not come from God that suffering only entered this world with sin. And for you and me, our experience of life is such that we, can't, we can only begin to imagine what life could have been like without sin and suffering. But this is one of the core truths of our faith, that God, the good God, the creator, did not create suffering. And yet what this image of the pruning is one of many ways Scripture tells us is that even though God did not create suffering, he does nonetheless somehow direct it even for our good, even to bring us to him who is the good. And this truth runs right the way through the the pages of the Scriptures, that his providence directs all things, even through the, the turmoils, the exiles, the sufferings of his people, He does them to bring good for them. And so that's something something I need to remember in every difficulty I experience. Because I never want to be pruned. That I know the things I need to be pruned from, but I don't want the pain that comes with that cutting. That I know there are many things in my life that are pointless, that are useless, that are bad for me, and yet I'm attached to. And yet I know there are other things that are good in themselves, and yet I'm attached to them in a way that isn't good for me and isn't good to others. And I, I need the Lord, if I am to bear that fruit that grafted onto him I can, I need him to prune me. And so he, the good gardener, who knows what he's about, prunes me. So before concluding, let me point out why we have this text in Easter time. We might think that pruning is maybe a more Lenten thing. Well, Easter is the time of resurrection, the time of new life. But what we have this text in this season for is to remind us that, that that new life, that resurrection life, only comes in me because of the death of the cross. And if I am to have myself grafted onto that new life, then I need a thousand little deaths to prune me and direct me to him. So each time I feel one of those thousand little deaths, I need to remember not only that the Lord is with me, but as He teaches in this passage, He is the Gardener. He knows what He is about, and every little bit of pruning can be for my good, if I will but trust Him and allow Him to draw the good from it. A branch cannot bear fruit by itself, cut off from me you can do nothing, but whoever remains in me, with me in him, bears fruit in plenty.